and I was like, this is rock bottom. Like, Can you jingle yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, old Bobby. <laughs> Welcome to the Trap Chess Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. And this week, we are going to be debriefing our crazy couple of days at TrapCon and also getting into why I decided not to take a travel job here in Poughkeepsie. So we're going to spill the tea, give you the dirty deets. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay, I don't even know where to begin from that intro. That was well. So Aaron always does the welcome to the Travis podcast. Where are your hosts? And so I was like, I never get to do it. Can I just give it a whirl? And literally, we sat here for five minutes, and I kept doing it over and over again. I couldn't do it with a straight face. No, and then she's like, stop looking at me. And then I'm like covering my eyes. And then it was very, why don't you take them through it right now, what it it sounded like. No. (laughs) I don't, it's so weird. It's like, just talk, like. I know. I felt like I had to have like the like welcome to the Trav said podcast. Okay, see, I can't, Trav said. I can't even do it. Okay. And then I was like giving us like mic names and yeah, Kimmy G and, and Aaron G. I was yeah. trying to spice it up. Okay. okay. So here we are, and can I'm, we just introduce ourselves? No, we're no. Kim and Aaron. We're healthcare travelers. <laughs> we're all the things. Welcome to the show. Okay. <laughs> we just never do, and if it's people's first times. We talk about it all, like we literally say this every single time. I love how you said no and then introduced <laughs> ourselves. Okay. Anyway. Go, you can introduce us. No, that's good. That was it. That's all we needed. Okay. So I wrote down a couple of notes <laughs> to for this episode because we, like we said, we wanted to debrief on TravCon. We just got back from Vegas and then talk about why I turned down this job and kind of the details on that. So I was like writing down some notes of things like, okay, I I wanted to talk about this or whatever, just to get kind of clear as we talked about on the last episode, if you heard that one, Aaron always ripping me to shreds with my outlines. Uh, You ripping (laughs) me to shreds with my paragraphs. Okay. Those are too long. Well, at least I know what I'm writing. too long. Okay. So I was like, Aaron, look over my outline and like, tell me what you think. And he's literally like... Hobnobs? Yeah, like, hobnobs. What? Like, it was like CC crazy or something like. I, I don't even know. Like, it doesn't even make. Hoab. Basically, I have like chicken scratch that like I understood, but he was like, he didn't get the vision of what I was trying to no. like convey here. But now I'm looking at the notes and I'm confused. Exactly. I'm not known for having beautiful calligraphy. That's fine. I mean, at least make it work for you, though. The no, fact I, is, you're like rereading it and you don't even know where you're going. No, I know. I do. I just wanted to make you feel better. Okay. I can understand it. All right. Okay. Let's Tra- talk about. Let's TravCon talk about. 2022. Trav Nasty, I call it. Trav Nasty. <laughs> so, okay, I'll say this first. Okay. TravCon is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to say it like that. I don't know why No, 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 that's why. I was stalling because I remembered that before I talked about TravCon, I wanted to say, and it's not in my notes. Oh, no. That our website, I'm travsess.com, should be coming live. Oh, my God. Next week. Yes. Literally, it is. Kim and I went through the final steps. 
I sent about an 80 page email. Oh my God. No. Today. No, side note, we like each had our individual chores we had to do and like things that we had to handle. And so he was writing an email to our website designer. We, he basically, our website designer sent us like the final thing and we had to send in our final notes of what we wanted changed, whatever. And I had to go do something else. And so literally five hours later, I'm done with everything. And I'm like, babe, what are you doing? Did you have lunch yet? And you're like still working on the damn email. So, what yes. The hell? But I also have to be crystal clear with him about like where to move things, how it looks, like how we want it. And I'm trying to do that all over an email and it's very visual. It would be a lot easier just to do it visually, but then that takes us down side roads with him. And so we just kind of wanted to like, I wanted to be as crystal clear as possible. And then being the visionary type that I am, going through that, I had other ideas that oh. I was like, oh crap, I didn't. Did you slide things in? I yeah. Went, oh God. Oh my God. I didn't sign off as CMO of Travcess. Well, you're. You need my signature. You're COO. Well, COO and CMO. CMO yeah. I have a lot of like big responsibilities. You do. Here. <laughs> Which we're going to get into. We are? Yeah. But I think the. the Long story short here is we're after a six month process. I was doing the math while I was doing the email. We started this in April and actually March. We had the first meeting. And so we're finally done. We're gonna, and what does that even mean? Like, why do you give a flying fuck about <laughs> our new website? <laughs> and basically, we our backpacks are going to be sold from the website, so they're no they're on Amazon, but we're no longer like really pushing. We're not on affiliated Amazon. with them anymore. Yeah, it's just it's just like Amazon's a mess. So um, we'll be selling the backpacks specifically through our website. We'll be selling our Travcess merch. Um, which I know a lot of you guys have asked for the hats and the sweatshirts and the shirts that say like obsessed with travel with the runway and all that. Um, and then what else? Our adventure trip. Oh my God. Yeah. The, our adventure trips will be on there. Traveler school. We're about to, we completely like are rebooting traveler school. We have a whole new, um, sales page for that. We've updated like 30 plus videos we're adding them to the podcast we're we're doing all overdone the worksheets yeah we're making a workbook like we're basically revamping all of that so we'll be launching that soon and and basically we're just going to be doing a fun launch with the new website with the um with the backpacks and all of that well can i just add the one thing i'm really excited about about the website is it has everything in one place so basically we are now just travcess right like we are we own this stuff under our own roof which is awesome because we can add and change and do things that we want to do without having to go through so many steps. And we also have the content hub on there, which I can't wait for. There's like blogs, there's video blogs, so vlogs. It's hard to say on a podcast. I feel like, do people hear the B and the V? Vlogs. vlogs. And blogs. And um, our Instagram's on there. Um, our uh, podcast is on there. Everything is there that we put out content-wise. For people to read and and have access to, which is like all in one place, which is what we've always wanted. Instead of being like, go check out YouTube, go check out the podcast, go check out Instagram, go check out the... It's all one place. Or having like KimAndErinG.com and then like FreedomAndScrubs.com and then like all these dot-coms. Like we have so many websites and everything's under one hub and... We officially got the trademark for oh Travcess. Gosh, I we had not talked about it because I was sitting on pins and needles for over a year. Over a year. And so 
I'm not to get in like super, super long story short, but we went through this whole thing with um, trying to find the trademark for the name of our backpacks and the company and all of that. And, you know, with trademarking, it's not, you can't just pick a name, right? And go for it. Like there, it can't already be used in all different types of ways. And so we had a really like long process of trying to find the name. Finally, we hired a trademark lawyer. Trav Sess was basically a green light to say, hey, there's, as we can search in the databases and all the information that we have, there's nothing that should be conflicting that would not allow this trademark to go through. It's a green light trademark. That being said, there is absolutely no guarantee. So there's always that chance, and it's a year process, six months to a year process, that it can come back and it can say, sorry, you can't use this after we have the backpacks have been printed, the merch, everything. And so we finally just got an email from our lawyer, what, like a week ago saying that it officially, the trademark is ours. And we were like dying. Yeah, it's insane because we just, I'm glad we did what we did. We just included as many categories as we could even think of because we own basically anything to do with travel, adventure trips, digital media, anything for Travses. It's ours. And it's almost like you're talking about it now and it's really sinking in because it literally went for a USPTO, the Patent and Trademark Office, sent it in for internal review Mm -hmm. before they even approved it. And so I was just like freaking out. I didn't want to like put that energy out there. But now that we're talking about it, I'm like, oh my God, it is ours. It's ours. It's ours. I knew knew we weren't going to have any issues like that. (laughs) It was that feeling, but of course, like I knew it was ours. It felt so right, but there's always that what if that it was like, you know, we would be totally fucked. But yeah. now that <laughs> totally fucked. Yeah. But now that it's ours, it's like so cool. Like once we get it, like anything that has Trav says, like we can, you know, it's we it's can ours. go after Amazon we, now. We own the brand. Yeah, Amazon was like printing shirts that said freaking Trav says on it, like ripping us off. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. <laughs> We're coming after you. Amazon. We got our eyes on you. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, that's that. That was a, that a would, little. That would really go well with our corner store lawyer. Corner store? Well, I'm saying like, because to take it to court, mean? like, I mean, who's taking Amazon to court? No, but what does corner store lawyer mean? I'm just saying we'd have to find a lawyer to take it to court. No, but what does corner store mean? Like corner store. Just like. Oh, he's a badass. Well, I guess our trademark lawyer would do it, right? Yeah. We wouldn't have to hire another lawyer? Exactly. Okay. Our trademark They're lawyer badass. is like a badass. Yeah. Um, he's famous. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him on a YouTube. On <laughs> a YouTube video. Of course we did. I know. Um, okay, so... Oh, and then the other thing, last thing, is... Um, like we had mentioned before, we went on break for TravCon. We're going to start doing interviews of the traveling community. So on this podcast, and so it's going to be stories from other travelers within the community. That being said, if you have like a story you want to share or sharing your experience as a listener, as a traveler, reach out to us. Um, you can, the fastest way to get in touch with us is to DM us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G. I always look there first before really anything else. Or email us. Or email us. Yeah. Email is in the show notes. Um, so check that out. And... Please share this podcast out with other travelers. Um, We really want to create this, have this podcast be an inspirational source and um, 
re, yeah, resource for other travelers and for more travelers to find this community and get inspiration through hearing other travelers' stories um, and about this lifestyle and all the things. So, totally. Okay. Love Does it. Want to say anything else? No, I, I was. It, it would probably seep into your notes. So. It's just kind of like, just like a little bit about that whole like resource for travelers and sharing this podcast out kind of triggered me at at TravCon. So I want to get into TravCon. Okay. Let's start with TravCon. So. Oh boy. Okay. Um, TravCon is a conference for travelers every year in Vegas. Okay. And we have gone, so this was like our fourth year. This was our fourth year. Yeah. Yeah. So. The first year we went, we didn't know anything about this conference and just kind of found it on a whim, which was so random. We've been travelers for quite a while. And we found it and we basically like talked our way into giving a talk on minimalism for travelers. As a a a round round table. table. And it was like a month before the conference. And as we know, because like we were on the committee after that and we've been a part of planning TravCon and we have a role in it. We know all the people who plan it. And now knowing what we know now, they don't let just random people come in no. at the last second no. and, and, and do a talk. And so it was kind of one of those moments where we found out about the conference. We wanted to get in and I reached out to Phil, who's one of the guys who's in charge of the speakers. And we kind of just went for it and we put it out there and we said, we want to talk about minimalism. This is why, this is why we think that you would add some value. And he got our email, ended up like lurking us on YouTube and liked our energy. And he said, we don't usually do this, but I like you guys and I'm going to let you come in. And that was our first TravCon. We had never been to the conference before. We never, we just like walked in and we're like, I guess we're going to be, we never spoke before. We're like, we're going to be speakers uh, talking yeah. about minimalism. We were like obsessed with the minimalist podcast at that time. Well, yeah, and we were obsessed with, I mean, that was when we had realized that the more minimalist we were, the easier traveling was. Yeah. And then your article on Mind Body Green just came out. Yeah. And that kind of like sparked the whole thing. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, it was a whole, I mean, we, we still are, but... Um, but, well, we, but well, kind of. Well, not <laughs> with our U-Haul parked out. I mean, again, we yeah, I'm not diving into a minimalist podcast, so, but... But yeah, so that was our first, that was our first TravCon. And then the next year we went and we had a booth for Traveler School. Did we? Yep. The second year? The second year we had the booth for Traveler School. And we spoke. We had two talks mm-hmm. on the big stage. On the big stage. And that was really, that was really cool. Because it's like, you felt like, you know, we had never spoke on a stage like that before. You know, and you're, what it, I forget even what we talked about. I think First days. Oh my god! First days, what? rocking your first How day. How to rock your first day with Kim and That's Harry. when the IR Cowboy came out. Oh my god, that was okay. And we had our booth for Traveler School. And we got to meet so many people. You know, we had our Facebook running at that time, and so we had a community of travelers already, and we were doing trainings in that Facebook group. So we we're always connecting with people in the Facebook group, and that was the first year like we were meeting people in real life that were in our Facebook group. And so being able to be like, oh my gosh, like your name from watching us live and I talked to you about this, like we were starting to meet people and they were coming to our booth and we were selling our course. Well, people were signing up for the course right there and that was cool because we got to see them in person and then watch their progress throughout like their travel journey. That, that was that was really cool. You know what my favorite part about that was? What? Was we realized that when you have a booth, it's Kim and I and we both give talks. 
and you have to have somebody at your booth. And traveler school students volunteered to stand at the booth and be the liaisons for traveler school, which I still remember is like one of the coolest things ever that our students were like, dude, we got your booth. Don't even yeah. worry. I just thought that was so cool. Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was like, wow, we're really part. It was, I think, because like the first year we didn't really have our Facebook group. We had just, just started it. So we that had was, just started it two months prior. Yeah. So everything was really new. Where that second year, it was like we had momentum. We were building community. We did a big dinner for all of like the people in our community. The second year we did Chaya with Julia and Laura and we hosted that party. No, I know, but remember then we did a dinner? That was the third year. No, because Brooke was there. Third year. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, we hosted like this big party with other like travelers in the industry, and it was like, wow, we felt like we had kind of found our people there. We're like, these people are also teaching about traveling, they're building communities, like, we're doing all this cool stuff together. It was like, oh, like we were like in the trenches, you yeah. know, like doing it. And then the next year, we were actually on the committee, uh, the TravCon committee, which are the people who plan the conference every year. And there's so much work that goes into that. Oh, my God. Those goes people are saints, dude. The, anyone who goes, just know there's so much love and detail and thought and planning and time that go into planning that conference. Well, it's we crazy. just ended TravCon. They're already planning for the next one. Yeah. Like, meeting and working. Right away. For the next one. Yeah. Like, we met right after TravCon. It was, like, the next month, everybody, the committee meets together. We were in, we got to go to San Diego and, like, meet up with everybody. And, like, you start planning it right away, which is, like, crazy. <laughs> um, and then the next year, we decided not to have a booth. Or yeah, that we, was the year we that we the were. Committee. We decided, eh, let's not do a booth. But we talked at Newbie Boot Camp. That was awesome. And that, that was, that was, like, the... Uh, Highlight. Highlight for sure because newbie boot camp is all the new travelers and there's like 400 people this year there was what five something mm -hmm. and like those are our favorite travelers to talk to because they're new they're excited they want to learn like they're they're even in our group anywhere we go when we get to talk to new travelers or people who are considering traveling but aren't sure like those are the people like we love to talk to not like the old crotchety you know <laughs> yeah. like i they, i've been doing this for so long whatever you can just tell they're excited mm -hmm. and so we got to speak about the lifestyle of a healthcare traveler like what they can expect how they can plan how they can take time off to travel the pros and cons pros and yeah pros and cons paying off debt and it was honestly that it was like the coolest thing. That, that was, was awesome. That was amazing. That was my favorite year. And we hosted a penthouse party with, <laughs> like we it was we've always been from the second we found out about Travcon, we hit the ground running with being involved in it yes. because we we loved it. We wanted to be there. We wanted to make an impact, and we wanted to connect with the community in real life. Totally, and have a, teaching. Well, and go there with a purpose. Go there with a purpose. Right? That's yes. the biggest... Because I was wondering where you were going with all this. And so now, now, now I'm... Now do you get now, where I'm going with this? I got it. So that I, wasn't I in my notes. I, you didn't get... You didn't I mean, thank God I didn't write those notes because it would have been 18 pages <laughs> long. Oh my God. I and I'd still be reading. Just like paragraph like... But I, the halfway through, page. I'm like, where are you going with this whole history of TravCon? But So I say all of that to say that TravCon has made a huge impact in our lives. And it's something that we've always showed up... And we've always worked. And, and that was kind of what we were talking about. I think maybe it was last week or something. But 
this was the first year that we were going and we didn't even think we were going to be able to go, right? We, we thought we were still going to be traveling. We, we weren't committing this year. So we said, we're not going to speak. We basically pulled out of everything. Yeah, we had, we had speaking engagements and we had <laughs> the entrepreneurial booth yeah. that we were going to be at. And we just backed out of it all. Sorry, Phil and all of you guys. I think they were kind of annoyed with us. Yeah. Not going to lie. Which rightfully so. Because we just basically pulled out. And we were like, listen, I don't think we're going to be there. But we did that in, and also in like June. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't like we did it like September 1st. Right. No, it was like, it's not intentional. Right. Um, or I don't even know why I said that. It's not intentional. It was just something that we didn't want to hold ourselves responsible or have any kind of a commitment because we just wanted to allow ourselves to, if we wanted to continue traveling to travel and we didn't want to have to come back for the TravCon. So we said we weren't going to go. And then, so no commitments, nothing planned. And then last second we decided to go. Okay, we know the story. We decided to go. So we go in and we're like, this is kind of awesome because we've never had one TravCon in three years that we've been able to just kind of play. We've always had to work. We're always, you know, we got to be on because we have a talk. We go to bed early. We're up, you know, we're in the mix all day. It's incredibly exciting, but it's also very draining because you have to be on and there's a lot of things to keep track of. And you want to make sure you feel your best because you're showing up for people and you're speaking and it's, it's all the things. So we've never really just been able to like, go play and party and there's all these different parties going on all the time and we've never been a part of that because TravCon was work for us and then Tuesday is the after party and that was the one night that we were like let's go we would just go and have so much fun and it was like wow that was epic and then we would leave the next day that was kind of how it always went so this year we had no plan or no no work so we're like we're just gonna get to go play how kind of cool is this well, spoiler alert, I wasn't a fan. Spoiler alert, like, not our vibe. Not our vibe. And again, th- we're speaking, this isn't our vibe, right? Like, I just realized, I don't know if it's because that's what we've always known, um, but for us, like, I like going with a purpose. I like going to speak. I like going to interact with the community. I like... Being able to speak to people, to talk to people, to get to know people, to network with people. Like, I like to have a booth so that way we can be at a place and, like, meet everybody. Like, that's what I enjoy. Yeah. That's what TravCon is to me. Right. When I didn't have a purpose, I was walking around. I was just like, I don't know where I fit into this. Well, I'll say that what I really did enjoy and I'll say this okay this is what I enjoyed about it is that I really liked that we had extra time to connect with the people that we really care about because for for a lot of people because not everybody works or has businesses or has groups or teaches or whatever they just go to TravCon every year solely to meet up with their travel friends and party their freaking asses off like that is kind of what it is it's not the conference is cool, but it's not even like they're going to kind of learn. Um, and maybe they're they're going to some talks and things like that. But they're really going to, to, to hang out with their people. Yeah. Because, you know, as travelers, we're spread out all over the U.S. And we all live, you know, everywhere. And so it's kind of this one place that you can all come together and connect. So that being said, 
because we weren't running around like some of like people we really care about were there that we got to spend time with like joe and sarah we got to go to dinner with them we got to kind of run around with them a little bit like we would never have really had that kind of time it's like hey what are you guys doing right just grab a four-hour dinner yeah exactly and then you know even like sam and her boyfriend the next night and then you know it's like alex keaton jazz skip like yeah, we all, everybody able, and we went down to the pool it was funny we made we made a joke of like when we first got there there was like pool parties going on and um we went down to the pool like quickly like we were like in our clothes like losers yeah. but we went down there and i was like I've never seen this pool before (laughs) because we've never really been able to go and see that kind of stuff. So that part I really loved that I feel like I got to spend more quality time with the people that I would have, that I like to spend time with where it wasn't always chaos that not chaos, but where you're at a booth and you're talking to, you know, thousand people a day and then you're at a party we're hosting a party so we're the host so we're speaking to all the people and everybody wants to talk and we're talking to everybody and and so there's a lot of um stimulation which i like but this was the opposite it was quiet quality time with people that i cared about and so that was the part i did like agree that part i liked agree and i think what i did like about it was everything that you said and then the fact that we always talk about this, that, um, God, what do you always say? It's like contrast, right? Mm-hmm. Having that contrast. I've always felt that we've worked so hard and we've done, we've been, and again, like, yeah, Kim and I could choose to go out at night, but we also know how we feel after we do that. And the last thing I want to do is get on stage and deliver a talk because I take pride in that and I want to be as entertaining and impactful as possible. And I can't do that half hungover. Right. So like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. So we choose not to go to those parties and go all in on those parties and stay out till two in the morning, you know, hanging out with everybody until the last night. So the prior years, I've always felt like we were quote unquote missing out. Right. And what I've realized now with the contrast is no, we're not. No, we're not. And and I would rather spend more quality time in the conference with people and doing our talks and in our booth and then going out to dinner with like people, the community, people. and then partying it down on Tuesday night. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree because we always felt like, because we would go, like we would host our own parties and stuff, but we weren't really drinking that much and that kind of a thing because we had to work the next day, right? So it was a completely different um, experience where this time we were like, let's party. Yeah. And we freaking partied every night and and that that's what like when you say the contrast because we would always say like everyone's like even though we love that we were like working in a part of things and all of that we were like everyone's running around partying and we have to wake up early and do all this like that's you know I wonder what it would be like and now I feel like we got to check the box to be on the other side to see what it would be like and how it would feel and we realize it's just not how we like to do things like I was hungover every single day. I felt like shit every single day. And you had to get an infusion on Tuesday. Yeah. So shout out to Emily from Adventure, who's amazing. She came up to um, my hotel room and gave me an IV fusion infusion because not only was I hungover, but I I, I think I had like the flu or like just something like you didn't have the flu, not the flu, but like I was like st- I'm still like stuffy and like. 
rundown, headachey, uh, you know, that cough. Kind of cough. Yeah, that kind of stuff. It's probably COVID. No. I'm just kidding. She said that She said that last night. It's I probably, was kidding. And I'm like, you're the only person in history that's had COVID 10 times. I know. I was joking. Um, but she came up and, like, gave me an infusion, and which was amazing, and it really brought me back to life because it was on Tuesday, the day of the after party, right? So that's the day. That's, like, the big hoorah. And I was, like, laying in bed, and I'm like... I can't like I'm so sick I feel like shit I'm exhausted I want to go home I'm over this like I don't want to like party you know <laughs> like I'm not like into clubs and partying and I, it's just like not my personality like I old ass I know I'm like in my I, I used to be uh, I you know like I used to be like a huge club rat but now is like I'm just whatever it's just not my vibe anymore I would rather sit down and have talks and connect and have some drinks and hang out with friends like I don't need to be like well I mean literally we're literally was that your club impersonation (laughs) because wait 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 we literally so um, let me I'm gonna circle I'm gonna put a pin I'm gonna circle back to Emily in a second because I have something important I want to say about that okay but because I just, I went on that tangent about not being a club rat, the, you know, Vegas is clubs, right? Like it's clubs, it's dancing, it's music, it's DJs. It's kind of like the vibe of it. And the first night we were there, we went to dinner with Joe and Sarah and ended up spending four hours and it was amazing. And we talked and it was great. And then we went to go beat up with everybody at one of the parties. Cause like, we don't have shit to do tomorrow. Let's go party. Right. We're normally, well, some of us did. well you did. You had an MC, but that was bleak. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Um, but normally we would have just went home, but we didn't, we decided to go out and it's at this club at Paris. Which Under is the, the Eiffel Tower of Paris. Yeah. And it's, the music is so loud. Oh yeah. And it's like disco uh balls like or strobe Strobe lights lights. lights. it's a club it's so loud and we're all like and we're again it's the first night so you're kind of seeing people that you haven't seen and you're hugging them hey and you're like how are you yeah what's new like we're screaming at each other and it's like this is crazy like i don't i want to Go have a cup of tea. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm not that lame. I mean, I like to drink. I like to party. But n- I'm good for one night. I'm not a rallier. I'll <laughs> give you one good night. But you I always have been at TravCon, though. You've always been able to, like, rally the next day. But but that's because I'm never hung over at TravCon. Because That's we're true. never drinking or anything. That's true. I mean, you would have drinks at like our little parties and then you'd be fine the next day. Yeah, but is... I wasn't like raging like how we were that night. We had four espresso martinis just with dinner and then we went to this club and was drinking tequila. That's true. So we were like raging, you know, like I never <laughs> oh drink. <my> like... <laughs> so like, so. Dude, I never realized how old you sound. In this, I know. In all this. I, I, as I'm like talking through it, I'm like, wow, that does. But I will say. Even when I was younger, A, I never rallied. I, I was always like, I'm, I'm a good party girl for one night. I'm going to go hard. I'm going to go strong. I'm going to give you everything I have. I'm going to leave it all out there. And then I'm going to be done for the next two days. Two. Like for the weekend, you know? Yeah. Okay. Got it. But I've never been like, there's a lot of people who can like go day after day after day and they 
in their 20s like that was even in 21 that was never me even at 18 that's true never it was like true I go hard I go fast and then I'm done yeah I, I used to remember that back in our days of hanging out that if there was like two consecutive nights of stuff that I wanted to do I had to choose which yep. one I wanted you to go hard on yeah because I'm because I knew the if, if Friday night was something cool with this group of friends but then Saturday was like the thing maybe like there was a game on and everybody was going I had to choose because yeah. I knew you wouldn't be able to hit both of them no at least not well yeah, you, know? you would just be <laughs> not like my full on sparkly, you know, bright, beautiful oh, yes. self. <laughs> totally, <laughs> I'm more of like a grumpy Gus, yeah. you know. Um, and so, so yeah, that so we all it was, but like I feel like our crew because like there's new people coming to Chopcon all the time. There's younger people coming in, whatever. And like our crew, we're kind of like not the older people, but we're like we've been there so many years, thirties, yeah. And, and so we're all like, let's go down to the piano bar. We can, like, really talk, you yeah. know, and, like, catch up. And so our group, we, like, leave the club, and we go down to the piano bar, and that was just as, like, but, but it was fun because it was, like, a... a oh, you can still talk. It was loud, though, but yeah. it wasn't as crazy. But it was, like, this dueling piano bar, and it was, like, everybody was, like, dancing and, and singing, and it was fun, but it was, like, more of, like, our vibe than, totally. like... Doosh, doosh, I'm okay doosh, with that. Doosh, Literally, doosh. like it was people be halfway through a conversation, and I guess they would forget that the music was so loud. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying. So I spent most of the time being like, I, I can't, I can't, I, know. Hear, I can't hear you. Which is not quality time. I like to party and yeah, have but fun. Most people go there not to talk. They go there to dance and get wild. Well, that's what I, right. That's what I was saying. Is like, like for instance, at the after party. I'm not there to catch up with people and, no. and talk. You're there to dance and drink and, and... Might give some hugs. Yeah, like it's... Because you've already been together and now it's like we're here to like dance the night away. Like that is the vibe. You dance the night away. Me, our group, we're actually friends, right? right. So they're not my party club friends. They're people I want to talk to. How are you? What's going on? Like I like to connect with people. Agree. You know what I mean? Totally. I so will say time and a place. I will say the after party in a way, I mean it's like the Super Bowl of, of everything. It's it's something I look forward to every single year. No matter how tired or worn out I am, the after party just brings you to life. But the reason I do like it, it's funny. It for me, it resembles uh Christmas Eve growing up. And the one thing I loved about Christmas Eve, because my family did luminaries around the uh with the bags with candles. But the one thing I loved about it was it was the one time of the year that everybody in the neighborhood was present and they were outside and we were all talking and, you know, just checking in on each other. And like I would ask if they needed more luminaries and whatever. It was this cool camaraderie thing that our and then everybody's families were over like the whole family. And it was just really cool. I realized the after party is like that because there's. Every other day, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, there's so many different events that people are scattered everywhere where Tuesday, the after party, is the event. Yeah. And so everybody's there mm -hmm. in one place. Right. And that's what I, I love, love the most that. about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's such a vibe. It's oh. so fun. Um, so circling back to Emily. my Ivy and Emily... Because that was the night of the after party. And that, again, I was like, I, I can't do this. Yeah, I you mean, left the conference like one. 
yeah, I was like, I have to go lay down. I lost my voice from the screaming and my throat hurt and I could, I kept swallowing my own mucus. I'm like, this sucks. Like, I just want to go home. So she comes up, she gives me the IV, which changed my freaking life. Totally. My life. I'm mm-hmm. like, I wish I could get one of these every day. I literally went from death's door, basically like, like couldn't even like put a sentence together to like jumping up and down, like hooraying, like doing like the freaking jig. Mm-hmm. In the Not room. the jig. What's the thing that um, the girls do in New York City? The can can? Dun, 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 dun. Oh my god, the rockettes? Yeah, yeah. I was like a rockette. Like, I felt so alive. Like, I just felt clear and awake. And like, it was it was literally like magic. A magic liquid potion she gave me. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, and Emily does this on the weekends. She does infusion yeah. therapy. So what triggered me about this was, you know, Emily is... She runs MedVenture, right? With Ryan, they started MedVenture, which is an app for travelers. It's amazing. You can can meet new friends, community events, all of that. And so they were killing it, right? They had a booth. Emily did like... Three talks, I think. I think she did even more than that. Yeah. She did a panel. Um, They hosted parties. Every night. Every night. like, And she was just running around... And then she ran up to give me this IV right before she went to get herself ready before going to the party. And it was like one, like, it was like, wow, you know, and, and she said, you know, she doesn't drink. Uh, she's like, I, you know, cause I'm like, cause she's like, what's going on with you? And I'm like, well, not only am I hungover, but I have this going on and blah, blah, blah. And so we got into that conversation. I'm like, you guys are killing it. And she's like, yeah, well, like I'm not, I don't, I'm not drinking. Well, what led to that was I said, Hey Emily, I'll buy you a drink tonight at the after party because it's, oh, it's free drinks. Yeah. And she was like, uh, definitely, but I'm not drinking. Yeah. And, and I got that. Cause it's like, she's like, I have to feel my best. Like when you're putting out that kind of energy and like, you know, for no, like if you don't know, like when you're running a booth, there's so many people that are constantly coming up and they're asking questions. It's like a lot, you know, mm-hmm. it's fun, but it can be a lot. And so you're just not even to mention standing on stage speaking in front of hundreds of people. Like you have to be on and it's like, I want to feel my best. And you know, for me to be able to show up and run like this and do all of these things, like I need to feel my best. And obviously going out partying and drinking is not going to cut that. And again, which is what we know because that's how we go into it when we're working. And in that moment, it's like, I realize, like, gosh, like even though this has been fun, I'm so not here to party. Like I want to to talk and to work and to have purpose and to connect and to be running around with things to do and and people to connect with and, and talks to talk and booths to run and parties to host. And it was like check the box, but I we really are people who like to have a purpose and to be in the mix when we're somewhere. And to be adding value. And I don't really feel like we added any value to that conference. And I've never felt that way before. Totally. I felt like lost. It was kind of like, where do I go? What do I do? What do I... Like, usually we were just like, at this time we have this, then we have this, then we have this. And I and I kind of like that. Where I'm just like, where do I go? What? Totally. Oh, I'm hungover. Oh, I feel like shit. Oh, like, you know, I don't like it. And I totally feel the one thing that I did realize was... TravCon is the Super Bowl for Kim and I. I, mean, I. I absolutely love it. It's like, where else do you get that many travelers together every year? 
And it's almost like a New Year's Eve celebration. I know, Laura, we've talked about that, that it feels like your New Year's, where when you connect with your friends, like, how was your year? What did you learn? What, how did you grow? Like, what, what have you done this year? What was your favorite thing? And like, well, if you have those kind of friends, but like, yeah. you, you know, it's like become that thing for us. And I realized like, we weren't going to go this year. And it, we went in and breezed through, breezed in and out. And like, I don't want TravCon to be that for us. And so every year, next year, we'll take it year by year, but next year, like, I can't wait to go there and be as involved as possible. Yeah. And I really want to put a challenge out to this community because I want the Travis community to be there. I want to represent that allied radiology group that is underserved in the market and we're growing. And Kim and I, that was a, that was a dream of ours literally from the first year we went i asked how many radiology people were here and i think there was seven between seven and 13 radiology people and the rest was all nursing and some mixed allied now there was like 80 something uh radiology specific allied is like numbers are high now which is amazing and so it's like really turning that out to show up to be there to support each other and to build community in radiology. And so I'm challenging now, if you're listening to this, that I, I want 100 radiology people from this community to show up to TravCon next year. And we'll go big. We'll yeah. do we'll do a TravCess meetup. We're going big. Yeah. And I think like when we came home, we were a little bit discouraged. And we kind of felt like, you know, because one of the reasons why we didn't want to go was because it's really expensive. And usually... What do you, what? No, go ahead. Why are you doing that? You did a, he did a. I mean, it's like, you can find ways to like. Well, okay. I guess I will say it felt expensive to us because we just came off of four (laughs) months traveling. And so, you know, we had just spent so much money and we're like, do we really want to spend this money? Because when we're, when we are on the committee or we've been speakers, everything's been free. Like we've had to buy our plane tickets, but we are even with the committee. I don't think we even had to buy our plane tickets. Um, Whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is, it was really expensive. And and so we were like, is it going to be worth it? Because, you know, I don't know. And so we went back and forth. And that was a big deciding factor for us. And so we decided to go. We spent all of this money. And we left kind of being like, ah, I don't know. Like, I just kind of feel like, yeah, that was fun to see everybody. But what was really the point, you know? Um we felt a little bit like discouraged about it. And then when we had like our debrief the next day and like kind of broke down everything, like there were some big takeaways that we had that were like, okay, like, okay, next year we want to do the radiology specific. Like we want to host a meetup only for radiology people, not allied because allied therapists and other things too. Like just our radiology crew, like your people. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, talks that we wanted to give and things we wanted to do in the allied room and just all these different ideas of like holes that we saw that were like, oh, let's come back next year. We can like hit this harder and like the booth that we want to have and all of this. So we were really able to walk away with some takeaways. And then the other thing, which I'll just say, one of the big things, you know, for us, getting out of our comfort zone is something as you know, like being travsessed, get out of your comfort zone, shake things up, try something new. We always try to push ourselves. And, you know, one of our goals was because we weren't necessarily 
quote unquote working, we wanted to make an effort to go around and talk to people at different booths and network and like try to find, you know, a cool company that we felt aligned with that we could maybe partner with and they could give some of our backpacks to their travelers as gifts, right? To get the Travis's backpack out there more. Um, and different things and just like really try to put ourselves out there to talk to people that we don't know that are in these different companies and at these booths and all the things. And so we're like, okay, Tuesday, Mm. we're going to walk around and go talk to everybody at the booths and like ask to talk to the marketing person, tell them about our backpacks, see if we could partner with them in some way specifically like with the backpacks, whatever. That's the goal. And we like literally like chickened out. We, we were, talked to like, we talked to one person. We didn't even talk about the backpack. Well, we just talked to another uh, nurse entrepreneur who created a light. Oh, yeah. He was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was super So we cool. did do it once. We did. But like not, he's not going to be like giving our backpacks to travelers. Nobody's putting it on his marketplace. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. But I we will totally say. chickened out. I will say, okay, again, I'm still working through this. So now that you brought it up, I was wondering if it was my fear or if my rationale was on point, right? Because one thing that I always, I'm Kim and I will never be the like salesman that jump up and like, doesn't matter the environment, doesn't matter the situation. All we're going to do is talk about our backpacks. Like, I'm just not that kind of person, right? I like to evaluate the situation and like, for instance, when we met the other entrepreneur who was selling the lights, we're like, oh, hey, we're friends with Emily and Ryan. Like they told us about you. We wanted to come check you out. Like this is amazing. And what he's created is absolutely amazing. And it's a little light if you don't know for nurses that basically when you walk into the patient's room and it's, it's it's dark and they're sleeping, like the lights mean different things for the patients that they can see the light on your chest and like what you're in there to do. And then you can also see what you're doing without waking a patient up. It's genius. It's called Lumify. Lumify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was really cool. So we were talking to him, but then we we're like, Oh, we're, we're also, you know, healthcare travel entrepreneurs and blah, blah, blah. He's like, what do you have? And we had our backpacks. And so it was this easy flowing conversation. It wasn't like I was like not wanting to talk about it. But what I noticed is, is when you walk up to a booth at TravCon, there's recruiters there and their main goal is to get to know you and get you on the email list and hopefully like land you a contract, right? So there's so much fluff that you have to get through of like, oh, are you guys travelers? What do you do? Oh, I do interventional radiology. How long have you been traveling? Oh, like, do you know about our company? And, and like to cut them off and be like, I'm not here for that. Let me tell you about my backpack. Let me tell you about my backpack. <laughs> Just didn't feel right. Right. Personally. Well, and that's my own call it fear or call it like actually pat on the back for being situationally aware of what their goal is to accomplish versus mine. Well, right. And you wouldn't, and that was the thing too, like, cause we were like trying to talk ourselves like, it's a fine, like this just isn't the right place for us. Like you don't want to talk to recruiters. You want to talk to marketing people, right? right. Like that's who you want to talk to. Like we're not, recruiters aren't going to be. And then what did I say? We were just well, like, yeah, yeah, The yeah. marketing person's over there. And I know, like, I know oh, them. Well, uh, she's on lunch. She looks yeah. busy. <laughs> like, but, but we did. And I did the creepy walk by like six times we're to like build up my like courage. So and then like creepy. she wasn't there and yeah. 
But we did make some good connections um, with Nomad, who is like a tech company that's only worked with nurses, but they're going to start, they do now work with Radiology Allied. We met one of the marketing people from there who's amazing, who also does like uh, volunteer Mm -hmm. trips in Bali and different, like super good energy. So it's like, cool, we want to follow up with her. And then we like wrote down a bunch of names of different companies to reach out to, like to their marketing people. So we're like, okay, well we wrote down, so now we'll just like go home, we'll write a great email and then we'll like go from there. But it was just funny because again, I think it just, you know, we're all about getting out of our comfort zone and pushing past the fear. And, and we really did try. But sometimes, sometimes you just like chicken out. And that's a perfect example of when we could have really made some connections, but we chickened out and we didn't talk to as many people as, quote unquote, we could have. Mm-hmm. And so there you go. Chicken out. We, we're big chickens. We talk all this shit and then we can't back it up. I know. And there's all, yeah. I know. And it's my own ego too with like, for instance, that amazing uh, person we talked to with Nomad, we were all sitting at the table eating breakfast. Like I was about to like head off into the allied room and, or the, uh, yeah, I wanted to get there before the opening uh, keynote. And so I wanted to check out the room and all this kind of stuff. And she was like, hey, can I like talk to you guys? And I remember feeling like, God, yeah. like so annoyed. And I don't want anybody to feel that feeling. And I think that's exactly what it is. It's that fear of bothering people. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it's like you got to get over that. And just it doesn't matter like if you're bothering somebody. Like have a conversation. And if it's not a good time, they'll say, hey, this isn't a good time. I totally understand that. I totally get that. Yeah. I don't know what... Like, I have no problem really doing that, but I, I do. I know. I don't... Like, I don't, it's one of those things that if, if we literally were, like, talking, right? I've had this problem with females, too. Like, if, if I look back on this, like, in a bar, I would never go and initiate conversation. But if the conversation was already initiated, then I'm in a better... I feel more comfortable. You initiated conversations with me all the time. We work together. It was so easy. Like, what are your patients? Like, how's your night look? Like, that's simple. I'm not like, hey, girl, like, you here with another guy? Or do drive-bys with, like, Washington Apple shots and just stare? Pretty much, right? But, like, I had a, I had a, what do you call it? A common denominator, right? I wasn't just walking up to you randomly at a bar to talk to you. That's true. And so that's actually a deep down, I'm I'm working through my, my fears here, people, like, the guys that just walk up that like don't care if they're bothering a girl or don't care if they have a boyfriend like that petrified me you know what i'm saying so that's like a thing of mine so if the conversation started game on dude i'll tell you about our backpack our adventure trips traveler school all of it yeah i guess i feel the same way i'm not an initiator yeah we know that (laughs) oh wow wow (laughs) you're a generator Correct. <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah. Another podcast, another time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's true. I think that's what it is. And I think it's also just like, hey, you can't win them all. There's, there's always things that we're working through. That's something that we want to be more confident about too, right? It's like being able to have conversations where you are bringing up something that might make the other person roll their eyes and be like, oh God. But like, 
you never know until you have a talk, until right. you put yourself out there. People don't just know you have to put yourself out there if you want to make moves, right? And so that that was definitely a takeaway that we walked away with where we said, we need to get better at this. Mm-hmm. We need to be better at hustling. We need to be better at having these conversations, putting ourselves out there. And if we reached out to 20 different companies and you know one of them said, hey, maybe let's jump on a Zoom, that's one possible yes that if they bought 100 backpacks to give to their uh, travelers as gifts, that's 100 people that now know about our backpack that fucking love them, right? Totally. And that's a huge win for us. So it's like we have to get better at putting ourselves and out there. And that's a drop in the bucket for these companies to give as gifts and their badass gifts. Exactly. Would you say created by travelers for travelers? Yeah. Obviously, like that's what we even talk about. But like for another company to pick that up, support another traveler, which then gives back to their travelers. Exactly. That's why like it's a genius route for us to be able to sell more backpacks and then for more travelers to have them because I feel like the more like a lot like traveler school, even our backpacks, like pretty much everything, our Facebook group has always we've grown through word of mouth, right? Because we have a really great product. We have like we. People like our course. People like our back. Like they want to share about it. They want to talk about it. And so I feel like the more people that have our backpack organically, more people will tell other people about it and so on and so forth. And it will grow and will be, you can only reach so many people. It's like you have to be able to reach out to other communities. So anyways, long winded way of saying that was a takeaway that we left saying, here's something we need to work on and we need to be better at. And I want to be more confident having those kinds of conversations and putting ourselves out there more in that particular type of way when it comes to networking with business. Agreed. I tend to shy away. I don't want to talk about it. Which is interesting because I have no problem like selling, talking about like we're doing a launch of traveler school where, you know, we're doing, here's our backpack. Like I have, here we're, we're hosting a trip. Like I have no problem selling. It's just this weird dynamic when you're with people to try to network your I don't know. That's what makes me nervous. Cold calling. Oh right. It's the cold step. Yeah. I don't like that. No. I'm a warm seller. Yeah. <laughs> We're warm and cuddly. Warm and cuddly. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Let so, me let me cuddle up and whisper in your ear like everything that I have to say. Yeah. Right? But if we can get that close, we're good. Yeah. That's where I'm at. It's the cold stuff. I don't like cold like, either. Yeah, I don't know. So takeaways for us, Travcon is amazing, always amazing. The like the place that you connect with like your best friends, people you truly care about, other travelers. It's so much fun. Yes, it's a lot of partying. And the partying's fun. Um, I will say, though, just on that note, like, that's, you have a choice, though, right? Like, you have a choice. You can go to these parties, or you can meet up with other travelers and go see a show, or you could go to dinner, or you, you know what I'm saying? It's not like you have to go to these things. The conference is what you want it to be. There's so many amazing talks, and I will say, like, they were starting to open up the whole entrepreneurial thing as healthcare travelers, which was epic to see. And that room was standing room only, which I'm really excited about, which is where Kim and I have some like things we want to bring to the table with that. But like you can pick and choose your 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 talks and it's it's just done really well, right? You could break off the conference and have the free lunch or go have lunch with your friends. Like it's really like you get to choose how it works for you. Yeah. It's a unique experience and 
Um, there's no other place that you're going to have that many travelers together. And again, people go alone, they meet friends, and then they become best friends, and then they come back the next year. And it's just like a really cool community of people. So takeaways are obviously it's awesome. We had a lot of fun. We got to connect with friends. But realizing that moving forward, we would never just go back and kind of run around and play. We like to be a part of things. We like to be involved. We have a lot of fun stuff we want to bring next year. Personal takeaway, uh, we need to work on our confidence when it comes to networking ourselves and making connections, which is huge. And then also, like, just, like, I really, and I've been saying this forever, but, like, I don't rebound like I used to <laughs> like we're what's today Sunday? Sunday so we've been home for four three days and I'm still exhausted yeah like what really did it for me was Tuesday night we had so much fun and there's always the after party but then there's like the after after party and after after party you know we didn't even drink Oh my God, because we drank so much we had, before. Mm-hmm. God, thank God. You ate two sandwiches. Yeah. It, was, it was like the running joke. Like we, So we, part, we were at the party. Everyone's dancing. It was so much fun. And then, you know, <laughs> we went to like the after party, but it wasn't. It was Paris. just like us. Yeah, we like went to Paris. And we were just like sitting around Which talking. Which was quiet. Yeah. And it was nice. It was all just, the old people. It was all the old people. It was amazing. It was like Michelle, who's like one of the TravCon uh, committee members. And Thomas. Like, they're kind of older crew. And then like us and like. Julia uh, oh and my God, Alex. That's and We're all like, okay, Keaton. let's go get tea, guys. No, but it was fun. And we did have Adam with us. He was a young buck. How old is he? He's young, way younger than us. Really? Yeah. I, I, they I, don't, were like I don't think they're in their 30s. Oh my God. We met a really. But his, his wife did go to bed. That's true. Ooh, <laughs> we outlasted one young see? buck. Okay. I, I mean, I can outlast anybody. That's the thing. Like, once I get going, I'm pretty solid for a full night. Like, I am. Oh, yeah. The, you're not going off to bed. I am the ultimate party girl. Like, I'm fun. Mm. I like to dance. I can hang. I can party. Like, drink. Like, if I'm there, I'm I'm showing up. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not going to be. Yeah. I can hang. But, like, for the night. Just the night. But. We were all just like hanging out and talking and, and Aaron or somebody was eating a sandwich and then Aaron was literally so wasted. I haven't seen you that drunk in a long time. Very true. And you were like, I need a sandwich. <laughs> and like, I was like, but like mumbling. And I was like, okay, like go get yourself a sandwich. Like get me one too, whatever. Granted, I'm a vegetarian. Not really. But I eat very minimal meat. I don't. The last thing you're gonna eat is sandwich meat. I don't. Yeah. Oh, I won't. (laughs) I don't want cold cuts. Like you know, very minimal meat. And so he comes back with this like. Dude, I got a beef and cheese on like a French baguette from the Paris restaurant, like their little cafe. And then I asked them. It was massive. It was huge, and it was amazing. And then I felt like I couldn't come back empty-handed. With Kim, so I, I tried to find like a caprese or something like that, but that's Italian, so that doesn't really work. But they had like a turkey, turkey, a turkey, and and, and well, whatever. And so she has eaten turkey sandwiches before, so I thought I was doing a good thing because I tried to get her a vegetable quesadilla, and they said no. Yeah, and so he comes <laughs> back with a turkey sandwich, massive. And so it became this joke. I was sitting next to Adam, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like. <laughs> 
he brought the vegetarian like a turkey sandwich. <laughs> and then he doesn't eat meat really either. But he so wanted it. But he's like, eh, like, let's pick this apart. This is like cancer between two slices <laughs> of bread. Like, what is he thinking? And like, we were, Adam and I were both like ripping through the sandwich, like trying to like piece it together. And then you ended up eating the turkey he, sandwich. Because he, he left it on the table and we walked away. And I was like, dude, you can't leave a whole sandwich behind. I just remember you walking, we were like walking back to the room. Did you see the picture? No. There's a picture of all of us that Keaton took a selfie and I have this massive sandwich in my mouth. No. Yeah. Oh my, we were walking back and and you were, and I was like, babe, you're eating another sandwich? Like, that's two sandwiches. Thank God I did. And you were like, I'm so happy right now, like, (laughs) leave me alone. I'm like, okay, (laughs) whatever, like. Thank God I did. So, Aaron, so the next morning we're flying back to New York and I woke up eyes open and you know you give yourself a quick scan to say okay how am I feeling whatever and I was like okay uh, I feel like not great but I'm okay and I like got up and it was like all of a sudden it just hit me and I puked and puked and (laughs) puked I puked all over the airport like it, we barely even made it out of the Uber from the hotel to the airport. I know. I, I barely made it out of the hotel room. Thank God, like Aaron went and got me some crackers and a soda and from downstairs. But like while I was laying in in the room, and I took a shower and I got myself dressed and I said, "I don't think I can do this." She said that <laughs> we literally had a conversation. She kept saying, "I don't think I can do this," and I was like, "Do what?" Like we have a flight. We've paid for parking on our car that's been sitting there. Our dog is at a sitter's house. Like, we have to check out of the hotel. Like, we don't have any options I know, but I was like, I physically... Because anytime I moved or spoke, I I threw up. And I was like, I don't know if I can physically go to an airport, sit on an airplane. Like, I've never felt so bad in my life. Like, that was rock bottom to me. So now... I, I like get myself like the crackers and the soda helped and like you got me a goodies hangover thing that helped before I puked it up. <laughs> we took the whole box. Oh my god, we we like had every packet in there the the whole day. Now mind you, I don't feel good either. But you start to weigh out the line of like somebody's got to feel better than the other. Yeah, thank God for oh. you because you were my hero that day because I knew you didn't feel good and. But if I didn't have you, oh yeah, I, I you had to carry all the bags. Yeah. I could barely walk. Yeah, and I just had to have you present yourself in enough time that you showed the lady your ID. Yeah, that's all I needed. And then I would run back and forth to the bathroom at the Las Vegas airport, <laughs> and I'm literally puking in the toilet. Like the toilets are disgusting, which is helping it get up even faster because it was so gross. And I was like, this is rock bottom. Like, Can you tingle yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, old Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I found out this later, the next day. I so. had one. I So I had my leggings on and my underpant, underwear. I and Your underpants? <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say that. And I threw up so hard. Like, you know when it's violent and it's like... You're not making yourself throw up. It's shooting from your nose because it's coming out so hard and so fast, and it's like, Wah! like the people in the in the restroom were. Probably were you were like, you like making noise? Yeah, 
Yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. The people are probably like, damn. That, well, it's Vegas. That poor girl. It's freaking Vegas airport. It's of, of everywhere you're gonna be hung over and puking in the bathroom. They should almost have a stall just for pukers. Yeah, and someone to wipe your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Because I had like I would come out of the stall like I just oh, had yeah. like puke smeared on my yeah, face. Yeah, and you had just crust all over your nose. <laughs> You were. Out. I'm surprised they let you on the plane. My face had like rosacea. <laughs> I was so red, but I puked so hard that I tinkled my pants because I was holding my blood like I had a pee, and some came out, and it was enough to moisten oh, my pants. Oh, and so now I have tinkle pants. <laughs> I cannot walk two feet without throwing up. But I'm like, this is the lowest. Well, not only that, I could go at so this point. We had to get on the plane. We had a five hour and forty minute flight home, and then we had to find our car from and get picked up on the bus, and then we had a two hour drive home, and we got into New York at ten p.m. And okay, so I as I, the 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 violent tinkle puke <laughs> was kind of you know when you have that final puke where yeah, you're like, you just I feel like I think that's, that's it. Yeah. Like I, I, I said, I have nothing left to give. <laughs> I'm done. And we went to California Pizza Kitchen. And I oh, had, that was that one? Yeah, so, it was the one right before that. When I was ordering and you had to leave? And I was like, I had, yeah, we're, so we sit down at California Pizza Kitchen. I was like, I gotta go again. Wow. That was the final puke. Oh, so you had a uh, shake in you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron got me a protein smoothie, trying to give me greens. Because he was even like, we were in line for the pro- the shakes at Jamba Juice. And I was like, uh, I can't win it. And like, I, and I, like, bless your heart, I couldn't speak. I was slurring my words. I was like giving you sign language yeah. for you to like figure out. And yeah. like, you just did. And you did so well. Well, on top, the lady's like, I, you can't order the shake that she wants. You have to pick one. And you were like, and I'm like, oh, no. Terror. I, I hate that. Terror. Yeah. So I come back, final puke, tinkled my pants. That was the that was the last one where I felt like, okay, I think I can build from here. So like now I need to try to get something in my system. So I had like one slice of pizza, which I had to eat so slow. So it was like anything, any movement. I was so nauseous. We finally get on the plane and I'm like, okay. I think I can do this, right? <laughs> like I was done. I didn't feel like I was going to puke anymore. I just had a pounding headache. I was like, I can handle this. We take off. Oh. The yeah. flight almost crashed. Dude, that was. It was insane. Okay. Kim and I have lived the majority <laughs> of our lives on a plane. And Sam, our friend, her new boyfriend is a pilot. And so, God love him. We just drilled him. And we had just so happened to have the conversation like. Is there such bad turbulence that it could take the plane down? And he was like, no. Like, no. Like, don't worry don't about worry. it. Don't worry. So he was either being a real gym or... Lying. Lying. Yeah. <laughs> right. He said anyway. it would take so much for turbulence to bring down a plane. Like, it's not going to happen. Right. And so basically, we took off. And this was turbulence I've never felt before. It was swaying us side to side. Usually, it's like up and down, which I'm used to. Like, the bumps... This was side to side. Like, I've never felt that yeah. the wings tipping side to side. Like, I was going left to right, which is usually up and down. And usually you hit turbulence when you're at cruising altitude. I mean, you hit some on your way up. But, like, this was... we Violent. Had, we had just left the runway. Yeah. And it was, like, 
not yeah not only were we going side to side but then he was like shooting the end like you could feel it like shooting up Ugh. and then it was like <laughs> like it was like like going back and forth then he would try to shoot up again and we were like on our side at one point okay and i my, i was already so nauseous and we tried to find dramamine and we couldn't find any and i was like this is like the last thing I want right now. Because no, you couldn't get out of your seat. Couldn't get out of your seat. Well, we were on takeoff. Uh-huh. I've never experienced anything like that on takeoff before. And it was almost better because I was too hungover to even care if it crashed. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't care. It's very Ron White. I don't even care. It's like Ron, Ron White, his stand up. When the guy's like, we're going to crash. And he's like, hit something. I don't want to walk away from this thing. Yeah, like that's, I was just like, I don't even care. It was the craziest flight we've ever been on. And it was, it was really, and there was one point you even looked over at me and you were like, are you okay? Mm. And I was like, dude, if he's freaking, like everybody was like. Well, mind you, of course, that's the flight that some girl, I sat down in the seat and I felt like my job was done. Like I got you in the plane, Mm -hmm. strapped in, good to go. I can just relax for five hours and, like, handle my own shit. Yeah. Like, take care of yourself. <laughs> the girl sits down next to me and she's like, do you want to sit together? And we're like, Kim was like, no, I have to go to the bathroom all the time. So, I sit at a window so I can, like, have more room to lay my head down. And she sits in the aisle. So, then she asked Kim if she could switch with her boyfriend across the aisle. Yeah. So, now Kim's three seats. Yeah. Well, two seats and an aisle away from me. Yeah. Which and at that point when she asked, I was like, I don't... I don't, even I don't have. I don't even care. Like whatever. Like just you know. Who Nobody, cares? Yeah. But I don't I have the energy to. Like, right. Big man. So then, with the plane tipping, and you're feeling like that, and I know how you feel with turbulence. Yeah. Now we're like two seats in an aisle away, and I'm trying to like, are you okay? I was just like, just I don't crash. You know, like. <laughs> End it. End it. Because, like, I can't handle anything else. Like, I am... And mm-hmm. it was... You know when you're so hungover and you're puking and you're... And you start... You go through the shakes. Oh, my God. You know, there's, like, levels. Yeah. It's, like, first the puking and the then... The hot. The hot. And then you're cold and you're just shaking. Like, yeah. my hands were shaking. Like, I probably looked like an addict. Like, because I was so shaky and mm. so white with the rosacea. And then it was funny because... You know, we were, like... Getting ready to land. So we made it through the flight. I was like, I tried to kind of sleep, whatever. I felt I felt so much better. I, I had chips and I had Diet yeah. Coke. You literally hustled the dudes for like more chips. All the sun chips. I was like, give me all the sun chips. Give me all the Diet Coke. Like, and that's what cured me. I felt so much better after that. I had one more goodies hangover. I was good. So I was like, finally, I'm not hungover. I'm just exhausted. Like my body is exhausted exhausted you know and so we're like you know they're coming on be like hey we're landing and literally the plane dropped like i don't know a hundred a couple hundred feet like you felt it kind of drop uh, and the flight attendant is oh on yeah. and she screams that's right like, like as she's on the intercom she's like i'm getting ready we're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> she did she i've never heard that before the plane <laughs> hit such turbulence that she was on the intercom and screamed <laughs> <gasps> yeah. <laughs> She's like, praise for it. <laughs> no, she didn't. But basically. But, but then what scream. was funny was she couldn't stop laughing after. Because everybody was like, what the? Freaking out. Right. Because, <laughs> right. you know, you don't want to hear the flight attendant screaming. And right. it was a huge drop that like came big. out of nowhere. Yeah. 
so she screamed and then finally we land JFK we're like hallelujah wheels touch down and the all of a sudden the pilot goes crazy oh yeah and starts like going off the runway and hit the brakes so hard that I like flew into the seat in front of me and everyone's screaming because it was so hard Violent, yeah. it was like we're about I literally to was like, this. It was the worst flight. I've either ever they're had. like hammered or this is their first flight. I thought it was an amateur because when we were talking to Sam's boyfriend, he was saying like he's being trained. You have to be trained on certain aircrafts and then you get checked off to be the captain, whatever. So he was just being trained to be captain. So I was like, this guy's an amateur. They're letting him take over and he has no idea what he's doing. Like this, he's the worst pilot I've ever, like he sucks. And then we get off and they're both like two older guys. Mm -hmm. They had to have been wasted. I wanted to be like, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Like, you, would, you wouldn't have had the energy. No, I, I wouldn't. Or the balls. And of course they're like, bye. Thank you. Have a great day. Oh, we're, it was just like the craziest day. Dude, we I finally got home. I like, forgot about midnight. that. Oh my god! Yeah, how could you forget? I said, especially the flight attendant screaming in the room. That was <laughs> no, that's hilarious. I, I wish I was videotaping at that moment. <laughs> that was epic. Like I said, this is the worst day of my life. Like when I was on the flight with all the turkey, I was like, "This is the worst." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we'll also mark it that it's uh, September twenty fifth, and so after that day, you said you're never drinking again. And I haven't. Well, thank God. <laughs> Why would you? I, I, and you know, it's funny. The joke is like, you're, you're hungover. I'm never drinking again. Famous last words, whatever. And obviously I'll have a drink at some point again. But I was like, this is the lowest of the low. I'm 36 years old. I'm puking all over the bathrooms. I have peed my pants. <laughs> like I am, I feel so sick. I'm shaking. I can't even say a word without throwing up like I'm done like I need a break the body needs a break like it was I need a detox after Vegas and it wasn't just it was like the three days of partying dude like, I gotta done. say no matter what happens TravCon always leads to you getting bronchitis yeah laryngitis like, laryngitis all the gyruses pee peeing your pants hopefully not gingivitis oh my god or okay, if, if Travcon gives you gingivitis like I don't know what like no, so basically get whatever antibiotics you need and also apparently some Listerine um, if you're planning on coming Lots. to Travcon next year yeah you need and, and get a hold of the infusion people yes the IVs liquid IVs blowfish come prepared like we, and also, like, when we're uh, working, we usually go to the grocery store. So then we have, like, milk, and we have protein powder, and we have banana. Like, you have go-to stuff so that you have, like, access to healthier stuff in the morning is usually how we roll. I will say breakfast and lunch at TravCon yeah. was superb this year. My issue with that, and it is, it's amazing, like, good, good stuff, like, for everybody. My issue with that is that... The hotel doesn't put yes. a coffee maker in your room. And in order to have a cup of coffee, you have to go down to the hotel in the casino with all the smoke and all the things and either pay $12 for a cup of coffee or go into the conference, get breakfast, have coffee. But 
I am somebody who doesn't like to talk to other human beings until I've at least had a little cup of coffee and then I can get going. So I was having to go in and talk to everybody. I'm actually going to buy a Keurig coffee thing that we could put in a suitcase. Yeah. I think for next year. Smart. If we stay at Bali, because we don't know if Paris has their own. Yeah, Bali's in the is room. Bobo, but it was cheaper, so we stayed there. I mean we could probably book our room now. <laughs> yeah. And get it for cheap. That's true. But so wrapping all this up, because I think we're well over the hour. We didn't even get into why you said no. We'll do part two. Next so week, we'll talk about why I said no to this contract that I've been trying to get for so long. Well, now. and the fact that like I took this contract because Kim was supposed to work knowing that there was an ultrasound contract. Sorry, not sorry. Yep, she, dude, she pulled her little Ooh. thing again. No, it was it was, it was a, your idea, mofo. It was a joint decision, but we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that next week. next week. And hopefully, we will see you guys next year at Travcon. I really, really, I, I really am like adamant about this, and I want to put like a pledge that people can sign. This says, "I will be there, and I work in radiology." Um, and the dates next year are September seventeenth through the twentieth. Um, so it's just one day different than what this one was. So September seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Travcon starts. Plan to be there. You can stay at Bali, Paris. You can stay anywhere you want. But um, definitely get the plans going. And we will see you next year. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. That's what I just said. (laughs) Are you still hungover? I'm so hungry. We're making our first chili tonight because it is September in New York and it is chilly outside. And it's about to be chilly inside. And we're going to get chilly and watch a rom-com and wrap up this Sunday, baby. Beautiful. All right. right. We'll see you next week. See you next week.